For everyone, welcome to Trinity this morning. We've come together to express sorrow that Gwendolyn's life has ended and to give thanks for a life well lived. We've come together to grieve that Gwendolyn's physical life with us is over, but to rejoice that her eternal life with Christ has just begun. We're gathered here conscious of the separation, yet confident that we shall meet again. We're here remembering what has been and looking forward to what shall be. We're here to pay tribute to all that Gwendolyn has meant to us and to remind ourselves of all that Gwendolyn means to you, Almighty God. We're here to entrust someone we've greatly loved to his eternal keeping and to entrust ourselves to that same God who greatly loves us all. So Lord, speak to us through the words of scripture and tribute through hymns and prayers, through all that we shall share, so that trusting in him we may receive the comfort he promises, the peace that passes all understanding, and the assurance of everlasting life. Jesus says, those who come to me, I will not cast out. And so we're going to sing our praises to God with our first hymn, all creatures of our God and King. Oh, praise him, oh, praise him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. A reading from John's Gospel, chapter 3. Jesus said, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. Gwendolyn loved Jesus. And God loves her. And so we can join our hearts and our thoughts together in prayer with confidence. So let us pray. Lord of life and conqueror of death, you are our help in every time of trouble. In the presence of death, you comfort those who mourn. And so we bow before you, knowing you bear our grief and share our sense of loss. Give us grace to worship you and to trust in your goodness and mercy. Assure us that because Christ lives, we shall live also through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Loving God, in our pain, we remember with sorrow how we failed one another and grieved your heart. In your kindness, forgive our past sins. Set us free from any guilt and make us strong to live our lives in love. God of grace and power, enable us to hear your message of death overcome and life renewed. That as we face the mystery of death, we may see the light of eternity. Through Christ our risen Savior. Amen. All of us have so many thoughts and memories of Gwendolyn. But now we're going to hear from Gwendolyn's nephew, Tony, as he comes and gives his tribute to Gwendolyn.
I would like to say good morning, and it is indeed nice to meet my family from so long ago, over years now. Actually, I'm not Tony, I'm his brother, and actually he asked me to make this tribute to Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn, lovingly called Yulene by us all in Barbados, was born in Burks Road, Britain's Hill, in the parish of St. Michael in Barbados. She was the second of three daughters born to Gabriel and Olive Lashley. The elder sister, Carmen, and younger one, Doreen, both predeceased her. Yulene grew up at the place of her birth until reaching adulthood, when, like she and many other Barbadians, in those days decided to leave the shores and set out for Great Britain to find their fortunes there. That was the time when England was opening the doors and welcoming many citizens of the Commonwealth to work in the field of nursing, its factories, London transport, etc. The night she departed our Belgian shores is still valid in my memory, although I was a young teenager. Travel by air at that time was not as prevalent as it is now. So many traveled by steamship. I believe the boat which she sailed on was the SS Antilles. Our country was not as developed as it is now, and we did not have a deep water harbor for the steamships to berth. So they remained open on the sea, and travelers would be transported to and from the ship by motor launches. When it was time for her to say goodbye, she lovingly hugged and kissed the many who were there to see her off. And boarded on one of the launches with a hundred of others whose destination too was England. Her personality was strong and she never shed a tear. But I cannot say that for many in the group of well-wishers who were there to see her off. You might find this hilarious but there's a fear among Barbadian people that the sea has no back door. So many would have been duly worried about her traveling on the high seas. But God always was merciful and took her there safely. And on the first thing she did after arriving was to let us in Barbados know that she had arrived in what was her new homeland. And the sea back door had no problem whatsoever. She, like many others, did not find life in England to be a bed of roses, initially because it was like being a total different environment. And one had to adjust, and that adjustment had to be made major because one had to accustomize themselves to living in coal, adjusting to big cities life and several other factors, some of which were negative. However, Frank Sinatra sang the, his song, she did it, he did it her way, and her way bore positive results. Let us fast forward. Many years Yulene, later, Yulene, now married, and the mother of four children arrived in Barbados, but this time by airplane, accompanied by her children, 
with David being the youngest of the lot, only a toddler in arms. She did not immediately return to England, but spent several years in the land of her birth until her children first returned, and she followed later. Again, on her return, she continued to keep in contact with us, either by phone or mail. And my father, who was her mother's brother, was extremely fond of her. And during the time she resided in Barbados again, we frequently visit our homes. She called on many, she continued to call and became ill and had to be entrusted into a nursing home care here in London. Two years ago on a trip here, I made the privilege of visiting her in the home. I will never forget her eyes lifted up when she saw me because it had been several years since we had seen each other in person. She could not speak, but her eyes said a lot that day. They never left my face. They never left my face, and we continued by talking to her, and she was shaking her head to let us know that she understood what I was saying. The nurses at the home were very kind, and they invited me to tea with her. That, too, was an an unforgettable moment for me. Unfortunately, all good things must come to an end, and often too soon. Her eyes followed me as I kissed her, say goodbye, but I did not look back because my eyes were too misty with tears, so I hurriedly departed. She was a good woman and a mother with a very pleasant personality. She always enjoyed a heartily laugh. We did not, we love her as loved ones know, and we found it very difficult to die, for her to die, but God, in his wisdom, knew her time on earth had ended, and he called his servant home. My sister Elsa and cousin Chessels and other relatives in Barbados all join in expressing our deepest sympathy to all of you. Rest eternal to her, O Lord, and let the light perpetually shine until we all meet someday at Jesus' feet. My brother also asked me to say a little prayer for her, and um, I would like to say that I pen this for, for him and the rest of the family in Barbados. Lord, make us instruments of peace. Where there's hatred, let us sow love. Where there's injury, pardon. Where there's doubt, faith. Where there's despair, hope. Where there's sadness, joy. Where there's darkness, light. Grant that we may not seek so much to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we received. In pardoning that we are pardoning. That we are pardoned and in dying that we are born to eternal life. Almighty God, whose people are knit together in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, 
Grant us grace to follow your blessed saints in lives of faith and commitment, that we may come to those inexpressible joys which you have prepared for those who unservedly love you. Through Jesus Christ, O Lord. Amen. The grandchildren will be reading Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads, he leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You'll have to give me a few minutes while I get my glasses. <laughs> this is my way of summing up my mother. My sister, too, needs to share these glasses. She's as blind as a bat. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to start first, as you know, I'm Beverly, and I'd like to say these words because this is what I think sums up my mother perfectly. I'd like to share with you the wonderful qualities that made my mom special. She was strong, but yet she was vulnerable. She was happy, and yet she was sad. She was willing, whilst not always able. She quite simply was a beautiful soul who stayed true to herself and her strong faith in the Lord. From as far back as I can remember, my mum was a serious contender for Chief Mother Hen. She wanted to protect us always and was always worrying until it was confirmed that we were safe. Mum loved to cook 
However, if you didn't eat her food on the day that it was cooked, you were expected to eat that plus the following one as well. Of course, I struggle with that, as did all of us. Mum loved to sing and drew great comfort from her church songs and their videos. She also loved to dance. You could see the enjoyment in her face. Those were good times. Mum loved a good joke and would roar with laughter. That laugh and smile will stay with me always. Throughout her life, Mum had many setbacks and faced major hurdles. Still, she stayed strong. However, many of those hurdles left Mum vulnerable and made us want to protect her more. Mum was always smiling. Everyone who came into contact with her would readily agree. She was always warm and welcoming. Life's obstacles play their part, however, leaving Mum sad for the things that she was unable to do or be a part of anymore. That was tough for me. My heart ached for her. There's more. Mum was such a generous person. She was always ready to listen and help where possible. And this was not restricted to family, but to others too. She would often tell us to help others not so fortunate, which is something I know and I try to do. And I definitely agree with her on that one. During her later years, Mum's health started to decline, starting with a series of strokes, whereby at at times it was touch and go. However, she always managed to pull through, her face stronger than ever. This was done, and I must add, with the care of the, the staff at the nursing home, so we thank you very much for that. My mum's beautiful soul has now departed from her broken body, and I believe to take its place at the Lord's side. I will forever miss my beautiful mum, whom I strongly adored and loved and will continue to do so until we meet again. Thank you. I'll pass the glasses over now. (laughs) Hello there. Um, I'm Coral. And as you can see, Beverly has a very eloquent way with words. Um... I've had so much to say for such a long time, especially on the day mum passed, because I knew that particular day she was going, and I was with her, and I said my goodbyes. But over the past few days, I found it very, very hard to to put anything to paper. So I'm glad that Bev wrote the majority of it. However, these are my few words. As Bev said, my mum was and is a very beautiful human being, a great and gracious soul. She had much humour and humbleness. She was naive, yet knowing of courage that it takes to be responsible to others apart from oneself. Mum had time for everyone. She would always lend an ear because she was a fantastic listener. 
She gave a hand to all those who needed it, as she loved to do for others. She was an exceptionally caring person, always giving, 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 until it seemed there was nothing left to give. I want to tell you a little story. I remember mum going to the doctors about some 25 years ago when she'd come back to this country. Just before it was her time to go into her appointment, she pulled out this really big, beautiful grapefruit. I said to her, Mum, what are you doing with that? Oh, I'm going to give it to the doctor, she said. I said, he's a busy man. He doesn't have time to eat grapefruits. She said, well, he's human. He has to eat. That's why he's going to have this, she said. And so every time mum went to the doctors, in fact, when she went to the surgery, they all loved her because for some odd reason, they knew they would get exotic fruit, mangoes, papayas, grapefruits, pomegranates, whatever. The staff came to really love her. She had lots of sayings, very funny sayings. Didn't always understand them at the time. Do unto others as you'd like them to do unto you. Don't discuss anyone's business. If you've got nothing good to say, say nothing. My favourite, however, and still is, is manners make of man. My mum had a lot of class in how she would carry herself and constantly pass on her pearls of wisdom to us and to anyone who cared to listen. Her steely resolve and faith kept her going throughout, facing down all adversities to the end. And always with a smile. The Lord granted her last wishes to return to England and be blessed with her children, or should I say her grandchildren, and her great-grands. Words cannot say how much you'll be missed, Mum, as you touch so many lives with your beautiful spirit and smile. May God keep you and bless you. And we're all ever so thankful to have you in our lives. Thank you. David, um, I written a poem for my mum. <laughs> Everyone who knows me know I'm normally a big tough kid, <laughs> but today. Um, in a point for my mum and basically this was the day after I think um, my mum taught me a little bit of poetry so 
every now and again, I just feel like when I when the mood takes me, I just write something. Anyway, the poem. This is from you. You gave me life a long time ago. You carefully watch over me. You taught me what was right and wrong, and you gave me dignity. You taught me how to read and write, and how to be a man. And when I first started school, you was there to hold my hand. You taught me how to cook and clean, and made me understood. That any time I was bad, I could always change and then be good. You always tried to me- I always tried to measure up, and sometimes I would sigh. But when even, even when you'd punish me, you'd always tell me why. It's strange to think I won't see your face again and that cheeky grin. You wasn't just my mother, you was also my best friend. So close your eyes now, mother, and forget about the pain. And let the angels guide you, but things won't be the same. You know, I keep thinking I'll wake up and there'll be just one big sick joke. But I know it's reality as I reach for my brandy and coke. I know everyone says this and that there'll never be someone so sweet and wonderful as my beautiful mummy. Rest in peace. Thank Thank you for all those amazing tributes to an amazing lady. We're going to have a, a short time if there's anybody else that would like to say a few words, uh, with the emphasis on few. Um, if, but if you'd like to, then please do come forward now and uh, just give your own tribute to, uh, to Gwendolyn, to Eulene, an amazing woman. Uh, I will pass the mic open. If you go on too long, I'm going to jump up and, uh, and stop you to allow other people uh, an opportunity to. So I'll open it up. Morning, <clears throat> Morning everyone. Um, for those of you who don't know me, um, my name is Anne. I'm a good friend of the family. And I have known... I've known mum for many years. Um, All I can say is that everything that's been said about her sums up exactly the way she is. Um, She was a good woman. She was lovely. She was adored by my children. Um, You could always have a laugh with her. Um, And unlike Beverly, when she cooked, we had no problem eating it. (laughs) She was a brilliant cook. Um, Most of all, she was a wonderful person. And she'll surely be missed. Um, yeah. Hello. I'm Loftus. Mum, you were a great lady. The words which have been said this morning about you was something so true. I know that... You have been all which has been said and more. And this 
is so true in the sense of the things that you've done from the time I've met you and from the third time you came over I was in Barbados you came up with me I remembered that so so clearly that when we came on the last on your last journey up um, I was I came up with you and you insisted on bringing fish for the family up here. I said it wasn't a good idea, but she insisted, and she brought her fish. Some of them um, half smoked, some of them fresh. I remembered when we arrived over here, there was, she had her fish in the, on the plane on the rack, and there was this gentleman businessman traveling over to England, and he took his jacket off, and all he could smell is fish. <laughs> fish. And uh, um, the stewardess had to apologize and took, said, don't worry, we'll, we'll pay the bill, man. And she, as she's always thinking in terms of cooking, everything is feeding the family. On her birthday, she invited for the past, from the time I can remember on her birthday, she always had a, a celebration of her birthday. She invited all the family at one of the favorite restaurants down in Harrow, the Chinatown, where all the family from Manchester all around were invited. And that used to be a, a yearly convention of meeting the family. She would have us all together where she would sit down and laughed. She was a joyous person. She was a kind and loving person. Mom, we'll certainly miss you. Thank you. It's been, having you in this world is, it's been a joy. Rest in peace. Amen. My name is Vivian. I'm um, a member of Trinity Church, and I used to go and visit uh, Gwendolyn. We knew Gwendolyn latterly in her life. Um, She used to come on church weekends and regularly came to church. And as you've all said, she was full of love and joy. But I think I admired her for her patience when she was in the home. Um, Whenever you were went to visit her, her face lit up and as been said you could see whatever she meant in her eyes and I'm just grateful that she's now with God um, but she was much loved thank you Hello, everyone. My name is Rita Chase, and I am Aunt Eulene's niece. And as I was listening to everyone talking about my aunt, I am so thankful that she had such a beautiful life here in England. Um, One of the things that I was also thinking is um, 
My mother was the oldest of the three sisters. There was Carmen, Eulene, and Doreen. And um, having my own sister, she's my best friend, I was just thinking how, you know, they were separated for quite a few years, but they were able, my mother was able to see Aunt Eulene before she passed away, and that would have been about four years ago. So when we got the news in March that Aunt Eulene had died, I felt very badly for my cousins because I know the pain of losing your mom. But I also felt a strange joy that day because it came to me that the sisters are together in heaven again. And it's, you know, it's such a lovely thing to have siblings. And so, you know, I want to say that the pain of losing your mom, it subsides slowly. It doesn't go away ever, I think. And, but there'll be many days when you'll hear her laugh or you'll remember something that she said. And um, those things will bring you comfort. But I think also, you know, you're lucky to have each other and remember to comfort each other as you go through the days ahead. I also want to say, I, Aunt Eulene had a, an infectious laugh, and she had such a great sense of humor. And what I loved about her when I used to go to Barbados to visit, she would always, she always made something for us to eat, a big, big plate of food, and she used to walk us all over Barbados. And when we didn't walk, we would take the jitney. And this was the one story that was very funny. You know, those little jitney buses, the roads are not very level. And so you go bouncing quite a bit. And Aunt Eulene had a high tummy. So she would sit in the bus, and we were going this one day downtown, and the bus was really going too fast. And she grabbed her belly and said, Bus driver, you're going to make me lose my baby. (laughs) The bus, all everyone on the bus got quite a good laugh out of that. So I pray that your memories will keep you strong and comforted as the days go. Thank you. I should say, good afternoon, everyone out here. I would like to express myself that I'm the senior party, senior senior person of the deceased. I would like to also thank you all, all that is present, for your respect to attend Grand Strunner. I do hope, and plenty of you all have heard from various people I would say Gwen loved cooking. We were married in 1957, and we had four children, which we all struggled to bring up in this country. I thank you all, and hope, and pay your respect, and everything will be nice. Hope you rest in peace. I was very sorry when Gwen taken with the sickness, but there's nothing that we could do about it. She was... Could not speak now for over, I would say roughly seven, seven to eight years or something like it. She lost her speech. That, that was the work of God, the Almighty. Thanks very much.
just like to reiterate everything that's been said. I guess I first got to know Gwendolyn when I had the, the privilege of taking her to a church weekend. Uh, she sat in the front seat of the car I drove, and uh, we chatted all the way while we sat in traffic jams uh, on a Friday afternoon all the way up to High Lee in Hoddesdon in Hertfordshire. But it was a great opportunity to, to get to know her in those, those years. And ever since then, as I've uh, been to visit um, in the home, uh, take my guitar along, ends up with a bit of a karaoke session, but uh, from most of the residents there saying, oh, can you sing this one? And, uh, but uh, it was great to be able to go and uh, share communion together and to, to go and just fellowship together. And, and uh, as Vivian's already said, she, she always uh, greeted us with such a warm smile and uh, just glowing eyes and uh, just joy. It's the kind of joy that only comes from inside. That just even sickness can't can't hold that kind of joy down, and it just carried on flowing out of her, and the love that she had, and it was just uh, it's just been a real joy and a privilege to know Gwendolyn, and to to spend time with her over these years. And today we're grateful and glad and filled with thanksgiving as well as sadness. Because one day we will see her again. When we meet with our Lord face to face, Gwendolyn will be there. And that smile will still be there. And she will be there with open arms to welcome us home. And she's gone slightly ahead of us in the journey. But uh, we know that as uh, believers in Christ, that in death we're not really separated. We're just separated for a short time on that journey. And uh, she's waiting just ahead of us around the next corner. For the journey we will take one day too. So we want to thank you, Gwendolyn, Eileen, for all your blessing in our lives and the opportunity we've had to share this journey here on earth with you. And we look forward to a continuation of that in heaven when we meet with our Lord and Saviour. And so we're going to stand and sing together about that journey. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Let's stand and sing. We're going to have an opportunity now to say our own farewells to Gwendolyn. And so we're going to have the casket opened and we're going to listen to Smile by Nat King Cole, which is very apt for Gwendolyn. And you're invited to come and give your own thanks to Gwendolyn's life, either at the casket or in your seats. So please be seated as we open the casket and then you're welcome to come forwards. God of all grace, we thank you that you sent your son Jesus to break the power of death and bring life and immortality to light through the gospel. Jesus, you shared our life, you took upon yourself our death, and you opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. And so, eternal God, we know that you hold all souls in life, and we praise you for those who have shared this earthly life with us and have now entered into eternal life with you. 
We thank you especially today for Gwendolyn, Eulene. We thank you for her warmth and her love. We thank you for all her enthusiasm for life, her generosity, her courage, her cheerfulness. We thank you for all those obstacles in her life that have been overcome, all those challenges faced. We thank you for all the happiness and the joy that she brought to those around her, especially to all her family, to us here in the church, to all her friends, her neighbours, here and in Barbados, all those people who in different ways have been touched by her presence. We thank you for all those special times that we've shared together, for all those memories which will live on in our hearts and in our minds. Yes, they will bring pain as we remember, but they will also bring deep joy and happiness too. We thank you for all the convictions that she held throughout her life, for all the things that she believed in and worked for. And we thank you for her faith, her faith in you, which gave her such support and which offers us that same support now. And we thank you that for Gwendolyn, Eulene, all pain and suffering are ended and that death itself is conquered. So help us to release her into your care and keeping in the confidence that all life finds its fulfillment with you in the joy of your everlasting kingdom. Lord, at this time we commend to you those who will miss her the most in the days to come because they were closest to her. We especially think and lift you now her family. Grant that casting every care on you, they may know the consolation of your love. God of all comfort in the midst of pain, heal us with your love. In the darkness of sorrow, shine upon us as the morning star. And awaken in us a spirit of mercy that as we feel the pain of others, we may share with them the comfort that we receive from you. And Lord, we ask that you would bring each one of us at the last, with all your people, into the kingdom of your glory, where death itself is ended, and every tear is wiped from every eye. To you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be glory both now and for all eternity. Amen. And we join together in the prayer that Jesus gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Just before we sing our closing hymn, just a couple of notices that there is a condolence book out in the, the link area if we go out through these doors at the end of the service. And then on the table underneath the big TV screen, there is a book of condolence. So please do sign that uh, today uh, and uh, write in there uh, for the family. And also there will be light refreshments after this service. Uh, and then everybody is welcome to come 
up to the gravesite in North Watford, and then after that to come back here to the church, and there are further refreshments after the, uh, after the burial. If you have parked outside on a yellow line and have a ticket in your, uh, in your car, then that's valid up till 5 o'clock this afternoon. So there's, uh, there's no rush for you to, to get away. Um, so please feel free just to, to stay there. That's just on the single yellow lines outside. And you need one of those tickets up till 5 o'clock. So let's stand and we're going to sing together. Thine be the glory, risen conquering sun. So let us commend our dear sister to the mercy of God, our maker and redeemer. Gracious God, by your power you gave life, and in your love you are giving new life in Jesus Christ. And so we entrust into your safekeeping, Gwendolyn Eulene Cyrus, in the faith of Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who died and rose again to save us and to bring us all to a joyful resurrection and the glory of your eternal kingdom. Rest eternal grant under Gwendolyn Euline, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon her. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And may the blessing of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit remain with us always. Amen.